Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Love is in the air. I feel so lucky to have the connections that I do. But bugs are in the water? On the fence? We're going to filter sludge water through underpants. Yeah. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, July 25th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Cap is back. Anthony Mackie's long-reported Captain America movie was officially announced at San Diego Comic-Con at the very big Saturday Hall H panel, and a few more details come with it. The film will be titled Captain America New World Order and will, for the time being, hit theaters on May 3rd, 2024. The movie will also be part of Marvel Studios' Phase 5 slate of entertainment, which will end with a Thunderbolts movie. That one is scheduled to hit theaters on July 22nd, 2024. But it all kicks off with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania on February 17th, 2023. Here is EW's Devin Kogan with stars Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly in our Comic-Con video studio. Have a listen. Paul and Evangeline, you know, you've played these characters for a while now. What were you most excited about, you know, getting to explore, you know, in, in this particular film with them? Well, it's such a fun part to play, and I've loved every time I've got to, you know, going to play Scott. Um, it was going to be fun because I think we knew just the scope of this thing was going to be different. We're going up against Kang, which adds a whole other element. Cassie is now older. There were, there were things that are fun to exp- that we got to explore and got to kind of relive from the first two films, but this was going to be a whole new, a whole new thing, and it, and it felt like it, shooting it. And I think that, I know I was certainly excited at the idea of doing that. What about you, Evangeline? Well, um, we got introduced to Hope as a pretty capable, uh, kick-ass woman from the get-go. And even her Inception story as a superhero, there was none of the sort of fumbling around that you see in a lot of Inception stories. She was fully prepared to do anything that was needed. And and she always seems to have the answer, and she always seems to be on top of everything. And so I was really, really excited to have an opportunity in this third film where she's gone from a caged-off woman to a woman who has opened her heart three separate times, one her heart to Scott, and then her, re- her reparations with her father, and then bringing her mother back from the quantum realm. So she was sort of like the Grinch, like her heart had grown three times as big, which makes it three times more vulnerable. And um, so I was really excited to have a chance to show a side of her where she would make mistakes, she would be fragile, and um, she wouldn't always have the right answer. And don't worry, Marvelites, Marvel Studios has not forgotten about Blade. Oscar winner Mahershala Ali was announced back in 2019 in the role of Blade, the half-vampire vampire hunter in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But updates since then have been pretty scarce. 
The studio announced this weekend, though, that the movie will be released in theaters on November 23rd, 2023. And some of the most popular characters from the Defenders area of Marvel TV are coming back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe in a big way next spring. Charlie Cox, who already reprised his Daredevil role as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil in Spider-Man No Way Home, and Vincent D'Onofrio, whose Wilton Fisk slash Kingpin was secretly the big bad of the Disney Plus Hawkeye series, will reprise their roles in the upcoming series Daredevil Born again set to premiere on Disney Plus in spring 2024. At 18 episodes, this one is much bigger than recent seasons of Marvel TV shows on Disney+. And that's not all for Cox and Daredevil. The actor will return to the role of the man without fear in Spider-Man Freshman Year, the upcoming Marvel Studios animated series that will serve as a prequel to the MCU's Spider-Man movies. In other Comic-Con news, The Walking Dead alums Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrera are returning to the franchise for a new Rick and Michonne series for AMC Networks in 2023. The show will replace the series of Rick Grimes movies that was first announced back in 2018 when Lincoln originally left the show. And we have so much more Comic-Con news for you at EW.com from the many panels that took place over the course of the weekend, including the announcement that Gremlins movie star Zach Galligan will return as a guest role in the upcoming HBO Max animated series, Secrets of the Mogwai, to news about a crossover in the Star Trek universe, and of course, tons of of highlights from the many TV and movie casts that came through our video studio. In other news, Jordan Peele's sci-fi thriller Nope lassoed the number one spot at the box office this weekend. The film, starring Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Steven Yeun, debuted with $44 million at the domestic box office. And Marvel continued to make magic with Thor Love and Thunder, which came in at number two with an additional $22.1 million this weekend. The fourth Thor film has since made a total of $276.2 million. Minions, The Rise of Gru, which is the number one movie at the global box office, came in third domestically, earning an additional $17.7 million. Where the Crawdads Sing and Top Gun Maverick rounded out the top five, earning an additional $10.3 million and $10 million respectively. And Melanie Rauscher, a contestant on Naked and Afraid, died under mysterious circumstances in Prescott, Arizona on July 17th. She was 35 years old. The Prescott Police Department told TMZ Sunday that Rauscher was dog-sitting at a residence in Prescott when the homeowners returned home to find her deceased in a guest bedroom. Authorities reported no signs of foul play, but said several cans of compressed air were discovered around Rauscher's body. Rauscher appeared on 2017's Season 7 of Discovery Channel's Naked and Afraid, a survival skills reality series. She also starred in the spinoff Naked and Afraid XL the following year. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. With the latest season of The Bachelorette, our number three pick today well underway, Gabby and Rachel are starting to develop feelings for certain suitors. And the men are starting to get in their feels too, except they don't always let the women know in the most 
let's say graceful of manners. In a sneak peek clip from Monday's episode, Gabby has to listen to a couple men tell her that they're more into Rachel and they don't let her down very easily. Have a listen. So I wanted this time to like talk to you and express that I do have my intentions fully for Rachel. Yeah. And I think you have a little bit more like, I don't say rough around the edges. Lo and behold, I've been freaking out all week and being called rough around the edges like definitely hurts. Uh, don't listen to him, Gabby. Tonight's episode will help Rachel parse out who's there for who and weed out the men who haven't made up their minds just yet. Keep listening for a preview of tonight's episode, which, as host Jesse Palmer says, includes the biggest group date in Bachelorette history. I think already there's men that are clearly here for Rachel and men who might be more interested in me. But there are a couple of men more in the middle ground. Did you guys uh, talk to both ladies last night or was it just one? I got to talk to both of them. I'm not leaning towards one or the other right now, so... My ultimate goal is to get to a point with these men where they know whether they want to pursue Gabby or I. How we doing? What's going on? Hey. Hey. Well, if you can't tell by now, Gabby and Rachel, they're not messing around. They're not looking for a fling. They're looking for their husbands. This week, there will be a massive group date. And I'm not kidding, fellas. I mean, this is the biggest group date we've ever had on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. Prepare for anything to happen this week. Everything can change like that. Oh, boy. Join in on the drama tonight at 8 p.m. on ABC. We're heading to the City of Love for our next pick, the season finale of Irma Vep. The miniseries starring Oscar winner Alicia Vikander has been taking us on a seriously twisted journey through the psychological effects of loneliness and an unfulfilling creative life. Vikander's Mira is now fed up with the way production is going on the French TV show she's been filming. She's donned the iconic black cat suit, just like in the original film from 1996, and now ethereally walks through walls and listens in on other people's conversations. Vikander says this is a continuation of director Olivier Assayas' original vision. I made a movie, PMFF, in 1996, and I thought it was an excellent starting point. The series doesn't feel like it's a remake for him. He loves to call it a continuation of his film. And here they discuss the thought process behind bringing Irma Vep to life and how the iconic cat suit has inspired superheroes for years to come. It is quite extraordinary to go back to 1914 and see this character in her silk cat suit and you realize all these famous action characters or female villains, it suddenly seems like it was all inspired from this one character. Well, the mystery and mirage comes to a close on the season finale of Irma Vep tonight at 9 on HBO and streaming on HBO Max. It's trivia time. In the series Irma Vep, Mira's alter ego, Irma, definitely thrives in the nighttime, pouncing from building to building with ease like a sly cat. Her name, Irma Vep, though, is actually an anagram for a different creature of the night. 
Can you guess what it is? No multiple choice for this one. Good luck. Stick around for that answer and our top pick. What to watch will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, the original film that started it all, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, came out 30 years ago on July 31st, 1992. Buffy, played by Christy Swanson, is trained to hunt bloodsuckers while she juggles her high school career and hot boyfriend. It then led to the hit TV show of the same name, starring Sarah Michelle Gellar, who surprised fans at San Diego Comic-Con this weekend, making an appearance on the Teen Wolf the Movie panel, where she announced that she'll be starring in the new Paramount Plus series, Wolfpack. Geller also stopped by the EW Photo Studio. You should check out hers and so many other amazing photos of all the stars who came through our suite at EW.com. All right, grab your hiking gear and best water bottle because you are gonna need it. Our number one pick today is the season premiere of Running Wild with Bear Grylls. The famed survivalist takes celebrity friends on insane adventures through the world's most intense terrains. On tonight's new episode, Natalie Portman takes a stab at surviving in the Escalante Desert. When the two stumble upon a small source of water, Bear suggests they should drink it. But first, it has to be filtered using an unlikely source. Here is a clip. Okay, so it gets a little tricky here, Natalie. There you go. Oh, yeah. We got water. You need to drink it? Well, we should definitely <laughs> collect it. Yeah? Yeah. It's dirty. It's stagnant. So it's going to be full of all sorts of bad stuff. We'll filter it. We'll <laughs> boil it later. And then we'll drink it. Great. This water is really full of loads of kind of, you know, dead flies and dirt and everything. Oh, I got some sludge. That's all right. Stick it right in. So we can filter it and boil it, and then that's going to replenish our water source. Okay, so we're going to filter this. We could use a sock, but then again, you kind of need your socks. Underpants. Our we're going to filter sludge water. Through underpants. Yeah. The water's clean after it goes through your underpants? Well, <laughs> what part of the underpants to filter it through? Oh boy. Oh boy. When you're in the wild, almost every piece of clothing serves a purpose. Do you need some privacy? Yeah. I will avert my gaze. Maybe with one exception, your underwear. That's where the term going commando originally comes from. I mean, it's not going to be perfectly clean. That's an understatement. Commandos <laughs> often forgo underpants in hot environments. Oh. Since my underwear is a luxury, it's a perfect candidate to use for water filtration. Oh, okay, here we go. Here she comes. I got it, I reckon, enough. <laughs> okay, so 
you pour into there. This is gross. Well, it's less gross than that. But that's a, not like a high threshold to start from. Yeah, yeah. It's all degrees, isn't it? Okay. Look at that, perfect. Oh, and you thought camping was hard. See how Natalie, AKA the mighty Thor herself, holds up in the wilderness. Watch the season premiere of Running Wild with Bear Grylls tonight at nine on National Geographic. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Irma Vep is an anagram for what creature of the night? Here's a little hint for you. It's skin burns in the sunlight, and let's just say garlic is not their favorite food. That's right, the answer is vampire. And that's not the only anagram, because the name Mira is one for Irma. There you go. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Lauren Klein, written and produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.